Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hot Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to Monday, episode, I was going to say Monday morning episode, it's not the afternoon, um, it's slightly late, it's it's none of your business, why? It just is. Mm. That can happen sometimes. Yeah. You know, we, ne- we never promised every episode will come out in the morning. Just we never promised you people anything. No, we didn't. Well, there. I mean, Sometimes if you're listening on the Patreon, but the free the free listeners are not promised anything, and a lot of people listen to this episode of free listeners. So, yeah. Um, you said you had a riddle for me before we began. Do you want to do that now before we forget? Okay. Or do you want uh, to do it so later on? tomorrow, Andy, mm. I'm in the afternoon. I'm going to interview someone. Um, yeah. Someone who. I don't want to give too much away because the whole thing is building up to a riddle. Let's just say this person, I'm not going to even reveal the gender, is a person of significant top flight time machine interest. And um, I've been pursuing an interview with them for a few weeks, um, both for my podcast and and to go in the big issue I occasionally interview people for. And All right. I didn't mention it to you because the person is of great interest. I haven't... The, okay. Here's one clue. I'm not going to give you many. I've never interviewed this person before. So if you're thinking no, rule that out now. That's... Right. Yeah, that's the first um, but they are a person of, I would say, significant and historic, by which I mean they've come up a lot over the years. Um, mm. And the, the interview is, is scheduled to take place tomorrow in central mm. London at around 2.30. Um, okay. The, I have a riddle for you. I'm going to give you three guesses. Mm. Even if you get it right, I'm not going to reveal it, but you can have right. three guesses okay. on who this person might be, and I'm not giving you any more clues to what I've already given you, which is hardly any. But I do have a... It's a riddle. It's a Rumpelstiltskin-type scenario. Uh, so I've written a quick rid- riddle for you, Okay. Thank you. The, the real identity will be revealed on my social media channels tomorrow afternoon at some point right. after the interview's taken place when I will, all being well, subject to possible embargoes, which I doubt will happen, be posting my traditional Sam with a celebrity selfie. Something <laughs> that is anyone who's known me for many years, long before Top Flight Time Machine, has been one of my favourite things to do. I love it. Anyway, here we go. <clears throat> Tonight, tonight, my plans I make. Tomorrow, tomorrow, my guest I will take to a tower in a town. And thereabouts, we shall sit down and speak and tell and laugh and joke and entertain the listening folk. Today I rest. Tomorrow I dress to meet the one you'll never guess. Andy Dawson will never win the game for Sam Delaney is my name. (laughs) 
Now, that is my riddle that I've written for you on my way back from Copenhagen. Oh. I've been planning it for a while. It's been hard for me to not mention it to you on or off air. But um, I decided on the plane back this morning from Denmark that I needed to write you a riddle. And that's all you're getting. Listen to you, Jet Setter, on the plane back from Denmark yeah, well, you this know, morning. You know that I was in Denmark, so the listeners, yeah, I, I think we well, informed them. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it just still sounds... Yeah, I was. Uh, highfalutin. It's been a high. It's been a highfalutin, much travelled week for me. Exactly. Um, Gives that riddle again once okay. more. All right, here we go. Um, by the way, in my research of this riddle, I did have to Google a bit of Rumpelstiltskin again for inspo, and I know we've deep right. dived Rumpelstiltskin before, but just googling him again. You just think, I think he might be the first person who warrants a second deep dive at some point because. <laughs> Like, the cunt <laughs> tore himself in half. He grabbed himself by the foot yeah. and tore himself in mm. half. And actually, what I'm worried about now is that's what drove him mad. He was so angry and frustrated that the Queen correctly guessed that his name, which was what the whole story yeah. was about, that he grabbed, he did it, he hopped around with rage, then grabbed himself by one foot and pulled it so hard that he ripped his whole body in half. Now, I'm worried. I'm giving you three guesses. The Queen only got one, right? Mm. I... If you get this right, I'm worried that I may tear myself in half by the foot. So I'm taking a big the queen gamble only got here. One, she, she only got one guess to guess the name Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, but remember, she cheated, didn't she? Because she went into the woods and heard him. He, the silly cunt yeah, was singing a true. song. He thought he was all alone in the woods. So his version goes, the Queen will never win the game for Rumpelstiltskin is my name. Because he's pissed or something yeah. the night before. And he's so excited about keeping this baby that he's nicked that he's dancing around a fire singing a mental song to himself thinking that no one can hear but she's hiding in the bushes and she hears it anyway I don't think he would have been a suitable father if he kept the baby well he nicked the it baby anyway. very when I calm. when I when I googled earlier today Rumpelstiltskin rhyme loads you know how other questions popular questions come up about Rumpelstiltskin mm. other questions people ask about Rumpelstiltskin third on the list was why did Rumpelstiltskin tear himself in half <laughs> and number two on the well, list was story. why is Rumpelstiltskin so obsessed with babies <laughs> which is a fucking very pertinent question anyway today I am the Rumpelstiltskin and here is my riddle once more tonight, okay, once tonight my plans I make tomorrow tomorrow my guest I will take to a tower in a town and thereabouts we shall sit down and speak and tell and laugh and joke and entertain the listening folk. Today I rest, tomorrow I dress, to meet the one you'll never guess. Andy Dawson will never win the game, for Sam Delaney is my name. <laughs> oh, God. Is it Susanna Hoffs? Is that your first guess? That's my first guess. Why did you guess that? It's just wishful thinking more than anything else. Okay, what's your second guess? That's just because you said dress. <laughs> I thought, oh, Susanna Hoffs in a dress. Um, second guess. I'm getting, I'm getting stuff about listen, listeners and mm-hmm. entertainment and laughing and joking. So I'm thinking it's someone from the realm of comedy, but someone from the realm of radio, which maybe suggests Kenny Everett, but he's dead. <laughs> Uh, fucking hell! Like most people of interest actually are dead. 
It's a shame for us that the yeah, people we're most interested in in life. I mean, I can tell yeah. you, for instance, it's not Fred Truman. Dead. Dead. Very dead. Um, I'm completely. I'm completely. It's at not a loss. Rod Hull. Dead. It's not Rod Hull. Dead. Um. Sid James. Dead. No, I've got. I've, Okay, all right, so you've I've had one nothing. guess, and that's Susanna Hoffs. Are you, how yeah, and that was you, just wishful thinking. Do you feel confident about that, or is that just like a... No, that's just, that's just a hope. Okay. Well, you'll find out tomorrow. Keep an eye on the social media channels. I think you're going to be uh, excited, surprised, mm. and, um, and probably invigorated when you find out. Um, Right. I, I know I feel all of those things. So that's that. Might be someone who you want to get, who, who you want to like get them to do a video message personally to me. Well, the thoughts crossed my mind, but you know what it's <laughs> like with these things. I have to read the vibe once I'm in there. When you meet these people, you never know what the vibe's going to be, do you? But um, if the if the vibe feels right, mate, you're you're getting the full what you're getting the full content package from this person. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to think who it could be. I mean, the listeners can have their their own. Yeah, they might. Uh, they might guess on, on Twitter on the or socials whatnot. and on the Patreon. Mm. There, there could be somebody out there now who's just shouting out the name. Of who it it's is, fucking obvious. It's so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It's, okay. It, yeah. Well, we'll find out tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. Is it exciting? It's good. It's it. good to have. It's good to have cliffhangers. Chris Evans used to do that a lot on the uh, radio. He'd always hang on, someone build at the up door. to a Hold cliffhanger. On. Oh, hang on. This in itself is a cliffhanger, really. Who's at the door? Could be the mystery guest that I'm meeting. Maybe I've arranged for them to visit Andy. It's gone, though. I don't know, it's longer than usual. I hope there's not an altercation taking place. There could be. I think I'll just have to let him cut this bit out because uh, it's going on for quite a long time and uh, I can't be bothered talking solo any longer, if I'm honest. You're listening to Andy Dawson and Sam Delaney, the hardest working cunts in podcasting. Sorry about that. Uh, I just took delivery of what I believe is one or two cowboy hats oh lovely but uh, they're not mine oh. so oh you didn't order any says, cowboy hats no they've got my daughter's name on the package so she's going she, to a gig tomorrow uh, yeah and I guess is it country and western whoever it is cowboy hats may be um, part of the part of the get up because of course Pink played Sunderland over the weekend oh did she Stadium of Light and uh, I drove through town so I'm a bit of breath and run upstairs I drove through town um, on Saturday and the town was just full of women dressed in pink oh, and oh. in pink cowboy hats. That's nice. Which is great. Yeah. She's a good laugh, isn't you she, old pink? Apparently. She was doing uh, bungee jumping and somersaults and shit like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah each I went to see Madness on Friday night. Sam. Oh, did you? Where? In Newcastle? They were in Middlesbrough, in Albert Park in Middlesbrough. Oh, Wow. Was it good? Which is just like a 30, 30 minute drive down the road for me. So me, were they me and the supported kids by Madness. Lightning Seeds? They were not, no. But they are going to be later in the year. Yeah, because we had a conversation about this. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I preferred. I preferred it. When me personally, 
I thought, yeah. I think the Farmer are a better support band. Yeah. I've got nothing against what's his name, what's his chops. Ian Three Brody, lines on the show. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But for me, the Farmer are a better act to um, support Yeah, Madness. I think Madness have made a big mistake there. By, I do, uh, I do. Getting the Farmer to support them on their current job. A, no, it was somebody else mistake. supporting them. I don't yeah. know it was. Uh, uh, there was. There was a support singer and then there was Craig Charles doing the DJ set. Oh, uh, I like the music he plays. About. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good, um, and then Madness were reliably excellent, like that kind of thing. Yeah, they 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 put on a good show, that's for sure. They always put on a Can't good go show, wrong. don't they? Where, where were we? What we were talking about before the doorbell rang? Oh, we just we've done it? my riddle, but let's put that aside now. It will be announced via um, social channels tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, we were saying if the, the listeners want to have a guess, yeah, have a guess. You've got um, till tomorrow I'm afternoon. I'm sure they'll figure it out. You got till tomorrow afternoon. How obvious is the riddle? That's the question. Do you feel as though it's a fairly obvious riddle? The, no, the when riddle... I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The riddle contains not a single clue. I just wanted to do a riddle. I just wanted to do a riddle. Fucker. There's no clues in it. I just like... You know, obvi- I, I actually happened to think when I was doing it, it hit me earlier and I thought, I'm going to write Andy a riddle. I thought, I should write Andy more riddles. And frankly, he should write more riddles for me. Why aren't Maybe there more riddles? Why shouldn't we have, like, Riddle Friday so every Friday episode yeah. is just riddles? Yeah, we'll do that. We'll riddle do that Friday. Friday. I'm add that to the list Here of notes I've got. Can you solve our sexy riddles? <clears throat> I've got a um, I've got a note from the beginning of last week about content, and it just says Bear Man, but I don't know what that was about. Oh now. yeah, because I interviewed a man last week who was attacked by a six hundred pound grizzly That's bear, right. which was amazing. Yeah. You can actually listen to it. I've I've released it already. It's uh, on the reset. Sandalini.substat.com. Um, but <laughs> you can, yeah. It was, it was sort of, yeah, because it's like that's my mental health pod. But it was, it's he's written a whole book about it because it's funny. Like being attacked by a grizzly bear is obviously like a really and living to tell the tale is obviously. Mm. I mean, it's horrible experience, but it's a cool story. Let's be honest, right? But yeah, the book really is about. In a way, he was seventeen when he got attacked by it. And it is a mental health story in a way because it it comes to define your life. It's such a huge thing and a very rare thing. I mean, it's very rare that bears attack Mm. humans, right? Um, And so really, like, he's now... Well, it happened in 2005, so that's 18 years ago, right? So he's now, what, in his mid-30s. And it's it's come to... In many ways, it defined his life. He's the guy who's attacked by a bear. And, you know, he still has nightmares where the bear's in them. He still wakes up and thinks a bear's looming over him in bed at night. Wow. Yeah. Being attacked by a bear, a 600-pound grizzly bear, unreal. And basically, he was out in the wilderness, right? In He's one of these guys, even when he was that age, he liked to go out on these wilderness trips. Now, if you watched Race Across the World, you haven't watched every, but I've become obsessed with this no. show over the last couple of months. So I'm way back, you know, it's three series in. And I just was a very latecomer to it. So I watched the most recent series in Canada. And then I sort of went back and watched the other two series. And I absolutely love it. I adore it. This, The one in Canada, which is the most recent one, the scale of Canada, which is a country that we've discussed on this show in the past, haven't we? Um, yeah, we like of it. interest. I think it's a country of interest, the top flight time machine, isn't it? We like the <laughs> idea of it. We like the vibe we're getting from Canada and Canadians. But the size of it, mate, is absolute... I mean, the only way I can describe the size of Canada is it's fucking stupid. 
I mean, it's it, like it, big as the world. Yeah, it's like bigger. You don't understand how it fits onto the world, and there's still room for other countries, <laughs> right? It's fucking demented, insane, large. So there's bits in like Race Across the World where they like they go right. They're now up in this Northwest Territory or something. It's called mm. this. They say the name of it. You've never fucking heard of it in your life, right? It's not wherever. You, it's not Toronto or Vancouver or Quebec. So you're like where? And they go. Yeah, they'll say something like, it's, a, it's 10 million square miles. Um, it's, and they'll say something like, it's 100 times the size of the UK. The population there is 20, right? And you've never fucking heard of it. <laughs> and it's mainly just like fucking ice scapes and some cottages. That's really good. Yeah, it's brilliant. And they're beautiful. And when you watch it and you see they go to these places and they'll just be walking through this town, it's this huge fucking place. So imagine a place like size of the nearest person. So you'd be living there and in the same town, the nearest neighbour would be me down here in fucking London, right? Fucking that's hell. that's the vibe. You go, yeah, yeah, I've got a, I've got a neighbour. He's a good guy. I see him sometimes. He, he lives he lives about, I don't know how far it is. Three miles away. Yeah, that's what it's like. How do you get all your shopping then? How do you get your shopping and stuff? They knock, and they, but if you knock on the door, the people just go, "Hi, come in." Oh, you're from London. That's great. Come in, sit down. Right? The people are like, they're just. This is what people who who live in small towns where the intensity and the high performance fucking lunatic culture of overly commercialized stressful world of of city living, urban living, or to be frank, these are just living in fucking Britain. Right? They don't yeah. have any of that. So Canada's obviously of interest. So I've been thinking a lot. I need to get in the wilderness. My new ambition is to spend significantly more time in the wilderness. Whatever wilderness. Maybe not. Right. I mean, I'll start small. I'm not going to go straight to this mental place in Canada where there's grizzly bears. It might be that I just find some wilderness here at home. You can find little bits of wilderness in the UK. You know. Right. And what are you going to do when you're there? Just fucking the hang around. Just stand around. Hang around, mate. Listen, listen to nature. Okay. In, in Japan, they call it forest bathing, and doctors, proper doctors, mind you, not weird doctors, yeah. they prescribe it. Okay. They prescribe you going into nature, going into the forest and hanging around near trees because yeah. it can heal you from both mental and physical injury or trauma. Right? So I'm all about the wilderness now. It's, it's just like you burying those sausage rolls in, like, I, I believe, Northumberland, although... The exact yeah, location, was, of course, remains a secret. And something that I would encourage you to write a riddle about. Um, I might well do. I might, I've been thinking of writing a fucking novel about it, mate. That's a, that is a fucking perfect... That's perfect riddle fodder, your, your sausage roll situation. Yeah, well, watch this space. The sausage rolls are definitely part of my future. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I've okay. had talks with organisations. Organise a sausage roll. You could get uh, a novel sp- sponsored by Greg's. Possibly. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jalapeño. So, so anyway, he's, the, he's the, gone yeah. up. He's gone up into this fucking wilderness with his mates on a canoeing trip and they're just canoeing yeah. right uh, through whatever and they're, they're miles from fucking anywhere and they've been canoeing like for, for 24 hours straight so they set up camp and there's no human beings for like 200 miles either way right, right. and uh, there's no roads nothing the only way you can get from A to B is canoeing right the rest is just rocks and mountains and his mates walk up this mountain by they where they camped because apparently it's got spectacular views but he goes no nah, I just want a kip I want to have a kip I'll catch you up so he has a little kip and then he decides to catch him up but by the time he walks up the mountain they're already on their way down so he carries on going think fuck it I'll go up on my own suddenly about six foot in front of him a fucking 600 pound grizzly bear is just stood he's coming down the path Matey boy's going up the path, and the bear Shit. just looks. It comes out of nowhere, really silent. Just looks at him, and he looks back, and he's like, "Fuck this!" Right? The bear sees him as a threat, so it wasn't. He wasn't attacking him to eat him. He just thought, "This cunt's in my way. He's a threat. Humans sometimes try to kill us. I'm going to have to eradicate the threat." Just like you or I would do, Andy, in a similar situation. If we see a threat, we er- we try to eradicate it, don't we? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Bear- Usually with bleach. Hashtag bear thinking. That's the self-help thing that me and Andy are going to do soon, which is like our concept, bear thinking. Think like a bear. and uh, <laughs> Become the bear. Yeah. Be the bear. Hashtag be the bear. And the fucking... Be the best bear you can be. The bear fucking runs at him. And all he's got in his hand is a camera case. So he fucking chucks it at the bear's face, smashes it, and the bear gets only so slightly <laughs> off guard and he manages to dodge out the way of it, right, while the bear's head turns for a second. But then the bear turns. He said, I never... It's 600 pounds. You think it's going to be a big, slow lump? He said he'd never seen anything as agile in his life, Andy, as this fucking bear. He Fuck. said the agility for a lad of his side size was absolutely remarkable i suppose it'd be like who would you compare that to sort of ibrahimovic um someone like so. that yeah right and uh stan collymore for instance he was a big lad but he was fast and agile wasn't he like a cat like a puma yeah um so the bear turns turns on the sixpence and runs back at him and he waits the last minute jumps out again and he said i realized the only way I could basically fight him was bullfighter style, <laughs> which I quite like. Because I, me personally, for, for a young man, for a young man, that's good. I would have never had the presence of mind at seventeen. I mean, my, in situations like that, my instinct is right. See if you can kick him in the bollocks and then fucking peg it. Right? <laughs> I'd be like, "Where's the bear?" I'd just be thinking, "Where's the bear's bollocks? Where's the bear's bollocks?" I must have learnt this at some point. Where does the bear keep its bollocks? But I think the other thing was it was running, it didn't rear up, it was running on all fours at him. 
So he managed it's to dodge it. It's got the bollocks or the, or the tip of the nose, because I believe the tip of the nose really stings. Oh, that's like with a shark, like, like with a dog. You can yeah. disable a shark like that. Anyway, it runs at him again, and he, he swerves it about two, three times, bullfighter style. But in the end, on the fourth turn and go, he's just dodging half a second too late. The fucking bear backhands him, like the disrespect. It's like what you'd do to somebody who really trying to patronise. Just goes whop with his huge Slap. paw, catches him on the side of the face. The cunt fucking Fuck. flies like a rag doll. He said, I was like a rag doll. <laughs> he just clipped me on the side of the face. But it was so enormous that I just took off into the air, like wee, <laughs> fucking flew, landed. The, the, the bear comes over, climbs on top of him, pins the cunt down. And oh then he just God. thinks, that's it, I'm a goner. And he blacks out. When he comes round, the bear's just Did wandering off. Did he shut his body off. down at that point, do you think? Did he yeah, I think the, the body just thought, shut down now, you're probably going to die, best yeah, you're unconscious. It's over. Best you're yeah, unconscious yeah, before this cunt starts eating your brain, which is what yeah, he's going to do. you don't need to be around for this. Yeah. I'm going to rip your fucking skull off and eat your brain out. Right? Fuck. If there's a brain in there, which I'm guessing not, considering you chose to climb up a fucking mountain where grizzly bears live on your own. But it was bad luck because, like, the statistics about people, as particularly in that area, encountering grizzly bears in the wild were like, it was a million to one fucking chance. Do you know what I mean? So he, he, he shut his body down, and then what? He wakes up, and then, to his surprise, <laughs> it was like that. It must have been like, I imagine it like, what's that Madonna song where she goes, God, is that you? I think Prince does a few of those as well. They both went in for it in the 80s. I think it might be the the long version. You'll know this. Isn't there a very long version of like a prayer where the bit at the beginning has much more talking and she's talking to God? Oh, I can't remember. I imagine that. But it's like sure. he, all he sees is black and he's like, God, is that you? Am I dead? Am I dead of a grizzly bear? And then he opens his eyes. Yeah. And the grizzly bear's wandering off. But every now and then and the, he's stopping... The, I, I, I will say there is, there is a Spark song called Get In The Swing from 1975. Right. Where in the middle of it, um, I'm to remember the correct wording for this. It's R- Russell Mill says, um, uh, hello, hello down there. Uh, would you like to fill in this questionnaire? <laughs> this, this is obviously God talking. I, I mean, he might actually say this is God talking. And then Russell says, hello up there. I don't have no time to fill in no questionnaire. Oh. So and then it goes back into the song again. So that's a shorter yeah, version of the Madonna-like good, good, prayer. Thing. Maybe that was inspiration for good it. Good example of people talking directly with God in songs. Yeah. Um, so you, the bear's just wandering off slowly, but every now and then he's stopping and looking over his shoulder to check that matey boy is still incapacitated, right? So it turns out the bear wasn't... He wasn't hunting for sport and he wasn't hunting for food. He was literally just trying to stop this human in his path because he felt he was threatened. Right. And once he, it was like the human was incapacitated, he was fine to keep walking. So then he found himself, the bear slowly disappeared over the sort of brow of this hill they were on. And he was sat there caught in two minds thinking, if I get up and move, the bear might hear me, to realise that I'm still alive, turn around, chase me again. But if I lie here, there's every chance that the bear might come back you might be thinking I'll, li- I'll leave him there later and come back for a little I'll snack on, yeah. I've still got I'll go a bit I'll get some bread I was on my way with it. I was on my way to do some stuff anyway um, 
I won't say what, but when I saw him, I was actually on my way somewhere. So I've still got to do that because I'm late now. But I'm going to leave him there, incapacitated. Then later on, I'll come back, get him, and uh, and I'll, do, I'll I'll rustle something up with him for, for my tea. I'll tear him limb from limb. Yeah, eat, eat out his brain. Eat his balls, eat his feet, eat the lot. Even his eyebrows. Don't bother me. I'm a bear. I'll eat out. You might think you might think eating the balls is weird, but no. No, us, us bears enjoy it. It's the best bit. In the bear world, that's It emasculates the victim. It's considered a delicacy. Man balls. Oh, man balls on toast. <laughs> Human man balls. Human man balls. They do that in uh, restaurants in the bear world. Um, yeah, so he's like... Uh, so he saw... In the end, he thought, I cannot wait. I'm doing a runner. So he sort of like yeah. jumped up and he had to get down this sort of quite steep gradient that he'd climbed very carefully, but his mates were at the bottom and he's shouting down to them, bear, bear, because he's thinking the bear could be heading their way. Now, what they've actually got, which they carried with them, was bear spray, right? Spray it in the cunt's right. face and they, they hate it. They, uh, they go, oh, oh, it's in my eyes, it stings. And they run away, yeah. right? But this silly fucker had gone up the mountain without his bear spray. So he's shouting down to them, bear, bear. And you know what? His mates are giving it all, shut up. Like that, like you know, fucking wind up yeah. as if, and he's going, fucking serious, bro. They wouldn't believe him, so he fucking effectively throws himself down this mountain. So he's rolling fucking down because he just has to get down yeah. as quick as possible. And they they look at him, and the fucking bear's bit through his side, like his waist, <sighs> and there's tooth marks are punctured on both sides. <sighs> so so he has to, um, so they they basically patch him up as best they can. They wash it put bandages around it try and control the bleeding but they've got one GPS phone satellite phone and they call like the nearest sort of base and they go where you are it's too treacherous we can't come and get you by air there's nowhere to land it's too treacherous Mm. it'd be more dangerous if we came like that so you're going to have to get to the nearest hospital which is 100 miles away in your canoes so the cunt gets back in his canoe. He's just fucking survived a bear attack. He's Lots bandaged bear up. Injury. They all fucking jump in the canoe, shitting themselves. And then they just paddle for 100 miles to the nearest fucking hospital. The whole time thinking they better have rabies jabs. Because the most common way to die after a bear attack is from rabies. Cunts it's carry rabies. rabies. We yeah. didn't cover it's that in our rabies circle, odyssey, did we? I feel embarrassed now. Well, um, we'll, we'll update the rabies odyssey, we I think, we'll update annually. It. As we get yeah. new, as and when we receive new data new on intel. rabies, yeah. And so they're thinking, well, we're going to end up in this fucking little, like whatever it is, medic centre, a hundred. But it's going to be like not much. They'll have a few band aids and some penicillin, probably. If they don't have the rabies jab, great. I'm fucked. I'll die. Yeah. I think in the end they called the head and they said, if you haven't got a rabies jab, get someone to fucking helicopter it up to you pronto. Mm from a city and get them to drop it out the fucking helicopter because when I get there believe me if I'm not already foaming at the mouth I'll be close to foaming out and you know what happens when a human body loses its foam that's it you're a goner that's it game over have you got any uh, foam reserves at this medic centre or are you going to have to get some flown in from Quebec I need a foam transfusion (laughs) you may get some foam flown in from Quebec pronto (laughs) No, yeah, you guessed it. It was a fucking bear bit right through me, bastard. 
Oh, they'll, yeah. they'll just get some like fairy liquid and just put it in a bowl and then squish it all up and just skim it off. Yeah, it's not, it's not the best. What's he doing in an emergency? It's not the best, but it's the sort of thing that Bear Grylls does on his survival it's weekends. Yeah, it's like yeah. emergency foam. If you can't find any proper medical foam or human foam uh, uh, donors, you're simply going to have to just make the best of what you've got around you, like some simple fairy yeah. liquid and water from a puddle. Yeah, so that was it. I mean, I've told his story there, but there's obviously it's better yeah, coming from him. So I'll, have a I'll listen. Be honest, this isn't. It's not a great advert for this wilderness thing that you seem to be keen on exploring. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but it's uh, that I might end up one day at that level. And believe me, if I do, I'll not just be taking bear spray. I'll be taking the Terminator with me as well. Because if any fucking yeah. bear comes out of its cave with its little stone island on one fucking arm, right? Yeah. I like, oh, look who it is. Little West Ham mug lost in the wilderness. That's right, Fish man. cake's got a oh, wonder in, has he? Um, um, oh, dear. Are you a bit lost? Are you a lost little hammer? We can't have that. I'll tell you what. Why don't you come back to my cave? Go back to his cave with him. Because I'm thinking, no, it seems all right, this geezer. Yeah. Come in. All over the wall, posters of Terry Herlock. What the fuck's this? That's right, cunt. I'm Millwall. I'm a Millwall fucking bear. <laughs> And guess what's for dinner? <laughs> you, your cock and balls yeah, you for cook. starters, you can't. <laughs> then I'm just going to have to balls. pull out the fucking Terminator, aren't I? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to think to myself, i got one go on this, but i got one punch. I'm going to try and fucking spark the cunt double quick. And then I probably won't be able to kill him with one punch, but if I can just daze him enough to then escape, I reckon it'll be mm. all right. So I've, what I'm saying is, Andy, I've thought it through. I thought it through, yeah. but I'm going to yeah. start small, maybe in the Surrey Hills. Then I will one day mm. work up to Wales, eventually Scotland. And then right. where I really want to go, because I've just been on a Scandinavian break. I fully, I've yeah. told you before, so it's not a whim or knee-jerk. I've been telling you for many years that I intend to move to Denmark. And now... Oh, I thought you were going to move, move to a Mallorcan podding rig as well. Is that, is that listen, as well as? Or it's it's changed. I told my wife today. This is it. May to September, Copenhagen. <laughs> right. September to April, Mallorca. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's Good the, to have a that, plan. That's the way I'm going to plan it. But I want to go okay. to the Norwegian wilderness. They've got right. huge fucking forests and incredible wildernesses there. It's the ultimate right. resetting your demons system, isn't it? You need I'll wilderness, Andy. It, yeah. You need yeah. wilderness. And I'm going to pursue it with gusto. Okay. And if anyone listening well, has got what. any good wildernesses that they've been to and want to recommend, feel free to tell me. Especially Twitter. ones that are like within half an hour of where you live. Oh, yeah. London. If there's any wildernesses Even like better. on the outskirts of southwest London. <laughs> I mean, you've got that park nearby, haven't you, Richmond with the Park's hedges like around the wilderness. outside that you used, to, you used to go into the hedges, oh, didn't you? Could yeah, you do that's that near my mum's. That was probably, when I was young, I think that's how I caught the wilderness bug. When I was hiding yeah. in the bushes listening to my mum split up with Archie. That yeah. was uh, There's that, always something you can hark back to, isn't there, and say, that was when it that started, was that's when, when it happened. That yeah. was when I never felt more that's safe. I connected. I never felt more safe and connected with nature in my yeah. life than I was in them bushes in that park in Hammersmith. yeah. And, it was uh, like and the it, womb, but outside the. It did. The, it the felt like a mother. womb. It felt like, it felt like I was in Mother Nature's uterus. Yeah. Um, so that's when it started, and it's going to end probably one day in Canada in a fight with a bear. 
But in the meantime, yeah, I wanna. I'm I'm feeling a big urge to go to the Norwegian wilderness next. Okay. Okay, we'll we'll follow that story as it progresses over the, the next decade or so, I suppose. Um, I'll tell you what, we'll leave it there. You can you can regale us with tales of Copenhagen on Friday. Yeah, no um, problem. And we'll we'll do Riddle can Friday as well. Can I leave you well. with we one can, line we, from the? I went on a tour with a you know a guided tour on a yes, boat please. on a boat. Yeah, and the guide was superb. She was this amazing woman with loads of great knowledge, and I've got loads of great facts that I got from her to okay. like regale you with on Friday. But at one point, she just went, that island there, back in the day, it had 500 cannons lined alongside it. So if any uh, invading forces or any of our enemies came this way, we would simply see them and fire 500 cannons at them before they could get anywhere close. And when I say invading countries or enemies, I mean Sweden. And then she went, but there's no cannons there anymore. And then she left to pause and went, Copenhagen is a peaceful place. And I almost went, <laughs> from the back of the bus. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. It was the way she said it. There was a pause. She went, Copenhagen is a peaceful place. And I was like, yes, hey, that's what peace. I fucking moved. So I fucking need a bit of fucking peace. Yeah. It's not so peaceful <laughs> when you shout like that. Please be Please be quiet. Please get off the bus, sir. Sir, you have been ruining this tour with your shouting and celebrations. I know you're enthusiastic, but you don't have to react like that to everything I say that you enjoy. (laughs) It was great. It was really great. All right, that's Friday then. More of that and some riddles. Mm. Um, Do we do we dare ask the listeners to submit riddles as well? Well, you could. The best thing to do is limit them to a. Uh, words, a uh, sort of a number of lines, like four lines or something like that. Eight, eight lines, I reckon, maximum. Eight lines and no intro or outro. So no, hi lads. Uh, I enjoyed Little, you talking quick about story riddles. About me riddle before I begin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, da, 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 da. no, no. Just the, the email will just say uh, the subject line says riddle, so we know what folder to put it into. The email mm. contents is simply a riddle, and then that's it. If you put anything yeah. else in it, we will delete the email immediately. Yeah, top flight time machine uh, at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, yeah, make them good, please. Yeah, do make them good. All right, that's it then. Thanks for listening. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 